right here, right now. Nigel Kersin's our Chief Rugby Officer. G'day, Nigel. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Darcy. How about yourself? Oh, well, you know, old and grumpy, but some, some things never change. You know, we get we get there as well. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I, I hope you're on your best behaviour. Yeah. I reckon your new boss is probably listening as well. Uh, Mark oh, be... well, who, who would know? <laughs> nice to hear. <laughs> hey, so this has come out. I suppose the first thing we look at, 31st of January. We know that Super Rugby starts early, but whoo, is this pushing it a wee bit, do you think? Yeah, it's a unique thing for, for next year, Darcy, with... Um, uh, with the July window coming in, and, and it's the last year of the current um, Super Rugby format, so you know it's it's not something you'd want probably want to do every year, but it's it's an opportunity, isn't it? You know, like um, we know the the uh, the players love playing with the sun on their backs, and um, what a great opportunity for fans to see a bit of um, uh, rugby while they're kind of still at least mentally in, in holiday mode, and and uh, you, you know you with the chances of seeing some. Um, uh, fast attacking rugby on really good dry dry tracks is pretty exciting. Mm. I'm sure. I think the cricketers are playing a T20 about three days afterwards at Eden Park as well. It's an interesting dichotomy for you, but that's, so be it. That's the nature of seasons, isn't it, Nigel? Yeah, you get the best of both, both worlds, don't you? You know, you can <laughs> get your rugby fix, and then a few days later, go and get a bit of bit of cricket in as well. So you've you've jammed this in so you can finish it in one big stretch, which is also a huge positive because that break that you had for the junior internationals was one of those itches you just couldn't really scratch wasn't it so if there is a plus point to this that's it it's, it's a continuous event that runs for 21 weeks yeah it's, it's a massive improvement isn't it you know, play play the uh, the full super rugby competition and then move on into into the test matches after that and yeah, as i said that this this uh, um early early start in january is a one off in, in 2020 and and you know, it's if uh, yeah, it's a good year to do it uh, because it follows the World Cup. So that you know the All Black uh, season finishes a little earlier than it would if they were going to Europe. Um, so it, you know, wouldn't you wouldn't want it to happen all the time? But I, I just think it's a great opportunity. You know, if you, you we've got fans who are still uh, kind of in holiday mode um, as we head into February, and they think, oh, great, we can go and see a bit of bit of rugby, and even better, you know, that rugby's kicking off a bit earlier than it would otherwise. So. Um, they, they genuinely would be seeing um, rugby with with um, sun on their their backs and the players' backs. Well, that's another big change, isn't it? The early start of the season, also early starts to the game. You pulled them back thirty minutes, five past seven now, and and quarter to five in some situations. Tell us the rationale behind that one, Nigel. Oh, we just um, uh, done done a bunch of research and listened to the fans. Now, in, in terms of the the seven oh five. You know, families are telling us that being being able to go to the rugby and get the family home a little bit earlier is a is a big plus. And for um, for people who are looking to uh, make an evening of it, um, you know, what what better way? You watch the rugby and you've still got a um, a, a little bit extra time to go out and get a bite to eat or or have a beer and catch up with mates afterwards. How did you come to the conclusion that five past seven would work? You would have thrown a, a few. I'm presuming a few times around. Why this particular time? Yeah, look, we've we've um, we've consulted not only with fans but obviously with uh, broadcasters and Sansar. It's got to work in terms of of our uh, broadcast uh, schedules here in New Zealand. So that so that um, it does mean that that uh, evening slot is is the, the the prime slot, and it's also got to work in, in relation to um, the games being broadcast um, into Australia, particularly. You know, and they they want those to go in um, and to. In a, in a decent time zone over there. So, 
yeah, it, it's a, it's a balance. So we think half an hour will make a a really big difference, and and hopefully that's the right balance. You know, we're better for fans, better for the um, for the uh, broadcast and for the wider Sansa. Uh, audience as well. Nigel Cass joins us in our Chief Rugby Officer looking at the Super Rugby draw for 2020. You touched on it previously with the All Blacks not having a at an end of year international series. They've got the World Cup which finishes considerably earlier. Would I believe out of that that all of the All Blacks will be involved right from the get-go or will they still be involved in some stand-down time post-World Cup? Oh, we, We've got to work through uh, player workloads and so on, just like we do every year. I, I think what it does mean is that that we're look, we're looking at a year that um, you know, we're, we're we're all backs will be involved as they're always involved. You know the the, the exact specifics of that. I you know, I don't want to speculate on that right now. But so you, you're going to attempt to, but there's no guarantees that right from the get go the Super Rugby teams will have their all back complement. It'll it'll depend on where those all backs are, uh, are sitting in terms of player workloads and and. Um, uh, getting ready to return to play, just like it is every year, you know. So, I think the real, real advantage um, with this early start falling next year is that we don't think that the um, uh, it's going to affect the the All Black availability. And I suppose through that planning, when are we expected to know the exact note? How many players are actually going to be involved? You're obviously working through that now. When will we find out? Yeah, we've got a, we've we've got a pretty important tournament coming <laughs> up in the next few weeks, haven't we? So, so you know, I think we'll, we we need to um, to focus on the, the the here and now, and then then once once that is over, we'll you know, we'll start to be able to uh, really get our heads around what is a really exciting program of rugby for 2020. As far as uh, the allotment of games around the various provinces, who was involved in that, and and who had the whip hand? Because I see there that. Uh... Invercargill don't have uh, a Super Rugby game as far as the Highland is concerned, and the uh, boys over the bridge at Harbour aren't getting a Blues game either. Tell us who had the final say on that and how that came to be. Well, it's uh, ultimately the final say is um, uh, rest with Sansa, but we, you know, we um, from New Zealand Rugby work really closely with our Super Clubs in terms of um, uh, where they want to take games and, and balance that up with travel schedules and and. And uh, yeah, as I say, ultimately the wishes of Sansa. So there's a bunch of parties um, involved in that decision, and, um, and and Super Rugby clubs are, are at the heart of that. And as far as you said, it's a, basically Sansa have got the, the final say in all this. How deep is your involvement with this um, particular schedule? Oh, look, we we work with the clubs and and um, put forward a schedule to um, to Sansa, but but it's. Um, you know, we don't run a, um, a a logistically simple competition, do we? So we we need to factor in um, uh, travel schedules, in particular, for teams coming from offshore. And and um, you know, Sansa have a big big role to play in that. So, you know, um, where where we play in that regard, um, you know, they have they do have oversight. Great stuff. Thanks very much for joining us, Nigel. So it's all out. We know we've got our mid-summer Super Rugby and it's going to go in progress for 20 weeks before it finishes with no break. And some of these games a bit earlier, five minutes after seven, I suppose that's the big one for the families out there. Nigel, thanks very much for making yourself available. Cheers. Thanks, Darcy.